So what's your story? How did you end up in Bali? I was actually talking to one of my friends about this last night and we had a conversation about how some people are almost just compelled to come to Bali. Like they don't actually know what clicked or like what where the decision came from. They just kind of ended up here. And when she asked me, she was like, what made you decide to come to Bali? And I was like, oh my God, no one's ever asked me that before. I actually don't know. So um, I was following a few Irish people that were living over here and I've always been a very... Well, actually, that's false. I haven't always been. But I dived into a lot of spirituality after I left school. Right. And when I was following these these people, they were like doing all of this spiritual work over here. And I was like, OK, that seems like a place where everyone is just like on a higher vibration. That's mm -hmm. where I want to go and actually dive into it more. So I suppose it got to the point where I had the opportunity to go and travel and work at the same time. And I ended up booking a one way ticket and then ended up here. Nice. Yeah. Uh, the spirituality, man, that picked it up. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. So, I mean, like, did you follow a lot of spirituality things? On my own journey, I definitely dived into a lot of spirituality when it came to, like, I'm a very self-aware person now because of spirituality. And I've always been so interested in it. And I think Bali just radiated this vibration i think there's something like it's on the plates or something or oh, it like calls you pacific or... ring of fire or something anyway that's yeah we're sure. in the yeah all mm. the like <laughs> volcanoes and earthquakes yeah. it's great fun but yeah like it's such a powerful place and even when i landed here i was like whoa yeah <laughs> whatever you're whatever you're suppressing or whatever you want to work through that's going to come up and it did <laughs> so people who are listening we're not saying it for ourselves everybody who sits on the seat yes. every time they're told there is something in bali Mm -hmm. Everybody in the hot seats is oh, really? different yeah. energy. Yeah, everybody. That's what oh, weird, yeah, that's we're here too. I got goosebumps when you said that. <laughs> but um, no, it's so true. Like the the minute I landed, I was like, "Oh my god, I've waited so long for this." Even though I was waiting for so long, I never knew where the place was that I was waiting to go. Really? And then when I landed in Bali, I was like, "Yeah, this yeah. is it." And since I got here, it's just been a roller coaster, but in a really good way. Like yeah. every time something stereotypically bad happens i like get so much from it whether it's a lesson or whether it's growth like bali just brings up everything and it's like have you really worked through your shit <laughs> like <let's, laughs> if you haven't yeah. you're gonna do it here yeah yeah going back to that conversation that i had with my friend last night like she was saying that she met a guy and he said that if bali doesn't want you here it'll it'll kick you out like mm. Something yeah, I mean, I see a little crazy yeah, people. Like, like people getting bitten by dogs and needing to go home for surgery or whatever it might be. Like if Ali doesn't want you here, yeah. you're gone. Yeah. Do you feel if you had to maybe not make the move to Bali, do you feel and you stayed in Dubai with the potential for, say, your growth and your new venture, we'll say, would happen? Or do you feel like Bali definitely had an influence, maybe the mindset of people in Bali and the way it's so open and relaxed? Yeah, 100%. No, I would be in a whole different world if I didn't move here. Because when I moved here, that's when I started freelancing. That's when I became a full-time freelancer. Before that, I was in the corporate world, man. I was a project manager. I was a procurement consultant. I was wearing a suit and everything. I was working with the government. I was in a whole different uh, atmosphere. Nice. No, I, I, you said something when you introduced yourself, like uh, Bali made you create all this, right? So why do you think that? Like, is it like, is there something special about Bali? Or? See, here's the thing. I feel that for you to get creative you need to put constraints on yourself. And uh, that's actually something Malcolm Gladwell taught me, if you know him, the guy who wrote uh, Blink, Outliers. Anyway, he said, if you put constraints on yourself, so if I come in today and tell you, hey, do your 40 hours uh, worth of work in two hours, the only way for you to do it, that's a huge constraint, the only way mm -hmm. for you to do it is to get creative. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, you yeah. can't do it the same way you always done it. You have to yeah. get creative. You have to find new things. And that's what I did. So when I got to Bali, now I'm asking, I'm away from everybody I know. Word of mouth advertising might not work f- on the long term. Mm-hmm. I'm away from my circle. So what can I do? And that's where content creation hit me. That's when I started writing and I ended up feeling like, hey, I can be anywhere in the world. As long as I'm putting value out there, I will be fine. Yeah. 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 So you said like, uh, so the point of it is, is just, it doesn't matter where you are in the whole world. You, as, as long as you're putting your work, you can able to make it successful, right? But I, I think Bali, uh, for me is, I think Bali really helps because staying here, people are open-minded. They're very helpful. Like if you meet like uh, our George studio uh, owner, he's willing to help you. If you're, you, you're putting in the work and you're trying to create content, but sometimes what happens is there is no, you don't know the knowledge of how to promote the content you have. So like in Bali, it actually helps. Like most of the people are trying to create content here. Yeah, 100%, man. One simple thing. Here, people wake up early. Yeah. I mean early, 5 a.m., almost everyone, right? Because uh, people... Uh, what time you wake up? <laughs> no. I've been waking up 7, but Still I'm, I'm talking about last year when, when I was really working. Yeah. Because there's a surfing culture here, people wake up early. Yeah. 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 So I picked that up. I started waking up early. When you wake up early, it's really easy for you to get creative. No distractions. Especially that my clients at the time for my projects, they're all in the Middle East. So they're like 2, 3 a.m. there. So I'm just here and I'm getting ideas and I'm writing. So then you would have your ideas to drop as soon as the people are waking up out out of bed. Is that the idea behind it? Or you just feel like that was the culture in Bali too? to get up earlier and it made you that little bit more creative. Yeah, so just waking up early helps you to get uh, productive. So meaning that because uh, I consult and I have my projects, I make websites and brand strategy and stuff like that. So by the time uh, my clients and my audience wake up, I'm already, I already wrote my content, recorded my YouTube or whatever. So that's done. Whatever I need to really focus on doing, that's done. My meetings are in the afternoon. Yeah. And that's a big difference. Yeah. So after, uh, after England, you moved to Bali or what do you? Yeah. So I, I quit that restaurant job. I was also working in a, a shop at the same time, like a little gift shop. Um, and yeah, I, I came to Bali. I was only meant to be here for two months and, you know, just a, a holiday because I'd, I'd come <clears throat> two years before, prior for one month and I did like two weeks of partying with some friends but I also did a, a conservation course for two weeks and then I just remember leaving and being like I really need to go back to this place like this is like the furthest I've been away from Europe alone yeah that makes sense right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah I mean you've yeah. never been outside the Europe <clears throat> so. no I, I have been outside of Europe but I've been with family or I've been with a friend or something you know yeah. this was the furthest I'd <clears throat> come alone um but yeah, so I decided I was, had to come back two months, you know, after working in COVID. Uh, I don't know what, you know, you guys did. I'm curious to know. But I was working in the the hotel and the they cut the staff. So there was like a third of the staff. But everyone still had like near near the same amount of work to be done. So everyone was just required to pick up and do more. So... Mm. 
yeah, it was just working like a nutcase. And I was doing two jobs, so it, it was just... So yeah, take I was like, on. I need two months off. Let me go to Bali. And I was meeting a friend out here, um, which... Yeah, that it turned out bad. <laughs> <laughs> Within two weeks of being here, we uh, we just maybe it was a boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It was it was a, a girl, a girl, gal pal. <laughs> um, she, yeah, no, we just butted heads again. I guess you're just not always going to be friends with everyone. Like I'm yeah. not going to get into the details. I mean, Zoe isn't somebody you want to butt heads with. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Zoe, Zoe's a fighter for everybody that doesn't know. <laughs> no, I'm like, just started. But yeah, so the day I landed, I kind of was like, I'd rather just reset and like learn to figure my shit out again. And you know, that be it learning new skills or whatever to get by and like live in Bali, um, I wanted to figure it out. So I literally decided the day I got here that I was gonna live here, this was gonna be my home. So how long have you been here now, so far? Um, I got here in June last year. So- It's a bit longer than two months. Yeah, June. It's like a year and maybe four months, I think. This so is gonna be so like funny to watch back. Or something, yeah. Why? It's just going to be three puzzle faces trying to I'm like thinking, I got here May, but she said last year, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I think it's just easier to say it's longer than two months. Yeah, it is. But um, from traveling a lot of places in Southeast Asia, how did you end up deciding Bali was, that's the place for me? It was a feeling. So I was here, I think, four years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, at this time, I remember that I was thinking of, uh, I don't want to go, I want to stay here. But then I decided I go. I didn't come back. So for two or three, two years, I think. And then, yeah, I was like in Thailand as well, Malaysia after this. And then the pandemic happens and yeah. I was stranded in Germany. And then I decided to go to Portugal and live there for five months or so. And then... Um, yeah, no other country was possible in Asia yeah. to go at this time. And Bali was the only country that was possible okay, so yeah, to go yeah. there. And so a friend of me and me, we, we decided, okay, let's go to Bali and let's see what happens. Yeah. And then, yeah, like I think a lot of people do this. Yeah. And we came here. And so for me was after a couple of days was clear, okay, I want to live here because it's it's a different life I have here everything I, mm. I always dreamed of and I can do here everything and not like in in other parts of the world so yeah. that was always not feeling home I was always feeling lost in Bali give me the the safe place I don't know yeah it's got a really weird energy yeah about Bali or something and mm. like you're not the first and definitely won't be the last to, <laughs> to sit there and say that like everybody seems to that everybody seems to be similar that they they maybe had enough of back home or they've seen a lot of Bali on Instagram. They're like, I want to experience it. And then quickly they're like, wow, this place is really, really good. I want to settle here and find myself. I can say because also maybe of, um, how to call it, Bali, it's more touristic. Touristic, the, yeah. Yeah, touristic. And then the people more open mind. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what Like you mean like everybody or only like tourists open mind? Um, because so many here like a multi in Bali now, so people can 
that makes me just makes me feel good, you know. Yeah. We in Sulawesi, it's only Sulawesi people there. Yeah. But you know, I don't lie. I still love my island. You yeah. Know, but it's beautiful there. But to for how to go to live. I don't feel good there. You yeah, know, just, it's it's completely different. You know? I suppose it's, it's kind of similar to to us. Like when when we moved out to Bali, it's a completely you get to integrate with different cultures, different people, mm-hmm. different perspectives. I think it's every day you meet a different guy. Exactly, yeah, it's like so much different than you, and like you you can learn a lot from the that's other person. I mean. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Because if 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 I still live there, you know, you all just met always the same same people. You know, like if you every time you meet uh, same people, you know, you get yeah, you bored. Can't bored yeah, yeah, and always the same shit you're talking about. You yeah, know? <laughs> I don't know. You know? <laughs> every day, you know what I mean? It's like what else? Yeah. <laughs> well, who we talking to today about? You know, like yeah. should we talk about him? About him? About him? <laughs> no, we don't have yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. That's the thing. You know, in Bali, that's a good thing. In Bali, though. Know? You come to Bali, but it depends also. If you can find your 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 vibe, you you will you feel comfortable in Bali. If you cannot, you find your own vibes. You know, sometimes you know, it's the same also. Yeah. Uh, so it's actually it's depend on 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 the person. You know. So why Bali? Like, why do you start in Bali? Like, I mean, I know you've been to Australia, but yeah, why Bali? Well, because like, and to be honest with you. Uh, Bali for us is actually the only option uh, back when we came, which is the beginning of 2022. Yeah. Um, so because oh, pretty much all the borders are closed. And um, for us coming, you know, uh, uh, coming from China, there was there were only two options. One is Thailand. Another one is Bali. Thailand only I, I think back then Thailand only gave you a three month visa and then there's no way for you to renew it. I don't even know, like, if we, you know, choose Thailand and then we went to Thailand and, you know, like, like after three months, what would, uh, what do we do? Yeah. I have no idea. But at Bali is like, you know, then you can come here to get the business visa and then you can extend it. And then, so that's why we came here. Now I think, you know, Bali is the right choice, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So in Bali, did you, did you find anything different to you? Uh, like you lived, what, China, yeah. Australia? And now here. Yeah. So what is the special thing for you about Bali? I've always liked the kind of a multicultural environment. I don't know why, actually. Um, because uh, even back in Australia, the one thing I liked the most is actually walking on the streets. Well, especially in the beginning. Because you can literally see, you know, people from all over the world. People look different. Um, they dress different. And then they even walk different, right? <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah and um, yeah, just talk to people, and then I, I don't know, maybe I watch too many movies and stuff, but I have a kind of a special kind of you know like, uh, like you know, um, I like accents. Like you, you have an accent, I have an accent, you have an accent. It's different, and then I think that contributes to the personality that uh, personalities that we have, the characters, the uniqueness. Yeah. And then, so like, you know, Melbourne or Australia in general, just like was, was a kind of a melting pot for me. But I, but I really think Bali, even though it's part of Indonesia, I think Bali is extremely uh, international. Um, or maybe, you know, just Chenggu or yeah. Ubud, those yeah. kind of a nomad, uh, nomad spots. Yeah. Because literally, like every single time when we have a meetup, no matter it's big or small, it's all international. In, in the beginning, um, before the borders were even open, that 
it was actually quite hard to, for you to even find like two people from the same countries at our meetups. It was something kind of, you know, seriously just like international, pretty much all, like very awesome, you know. Um, so I think that's the thing that attracts me the most. On the other hand, as you guys know that I work a lot too. So it's like, if I want to, you know, like, uh, hang out with people, I would like to hang out with people that, um, in a, you know, in, in the kind of, you know, way that I, pre uh, I prefer mm -hmm. and the international, you know, part of it is just like, oh, it's perfect. Yeah. Literally. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So you said you lived in, in Australia, now Bali, um, before that, obviously you lived in China yeah. and you lived in China for all your life and then yeah. moved to Australia. Yeah. So how, how was it growing up in, in China? In China, the, uh, the, the thing about China is that people have, you know, a very strong, well, we have a very strong culture there. There's a very, you know, it, it's a very traditional place, in my opinion. Well, at least, you know, back then when I, when I was growing up. But now China is kind of a, you know, very advanced. So with the advance, you know, you know, advancement, I think it comes with a lot of, um, you know, instant kind of, you know, like justification. For example, that Shenzhen, like 30 or 40 years ago, it was literally kind of a fishing village. Now, like skyscrapers everywhere, right? And then what happened is that um, because people's lives have changed so dramatically, and then I think a lot of people are not um, adapting to the new kind of modern life, mm -hmm. but we, uh, without realizing it. For example, like I spent two years in Shanghai before I went to Australia, and I just feel like, you know, everybody's kind of, you know, like not very friendly. And I feel like maybe that's just the kind of, you know, um, the way big cities are. Maybe it is. Maybe yeah. I, I think, you know, like New Yorkers are more yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of, uh, you know, straightforward. Than yes, yesterday we were talking to the guy from Jakarta sitting next to you. Yeah. Yeah. So he's saying that Balinese people are more friendly and like more nice. Yeah. And when you compare to people in Jakarta, it's like they're they're running the rat race and everybody's yeah. like stressed and like doing yeah. that. So people are get too sensitive and like if you say something they get they get hurt or like yeah. big yeah, city life they get mad right? yeah. Yeah. yeah but Balinese people they're just one you know like some of the best people I've ever met yeah. literally like when we just arrived here I was like like everybody's so nice yeah everybody's like, literally every single person yeah I'm came to Bali since 2016 the last oh. 2016 actually so is it your whole family moved or you, just you moved no I moved my okay. big family, there's my family in Bali, but my big family is still in Java. So mm. after I'm finished my study in Union in Kuala Lumpur, uh, so I'm thinking not come back to Java. I try to Bali. That's yeah. why. So you you studied in Malaysia then? Yeah. Okay. So where else you've been in your life and traveled? In Kuala Lumpur. Kuala Lumpur, actually, Lumpur yeah. okay. Uh, after Union, I'm free and then I go to Thailand. My plan is only like six months maximum. But I'm really lucky that I'm enjoying Muay Thai in Thailand. So, mm -hmm. okay. okay, why not? Yeah. That's my holiday and my my training. Yeah. Then I moved to Bali. Yeah, I and I don't want to come back to Java anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no? Yeah, no. I mean, like, it's really different vibes. Yeah. Bro, I mean, it's Java and Bali is really different. What, do you, what is the difference, do you think? A lot of things. A lot of things. Can you tell Culture us Culture. Uh, you're, you're Hindu, right? No, I don't have any religion actually. Okay, you're atheist. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't believe in God? Or 
Oh, I believe in universe. Universe. I, I'm, I'm, I'm respect many religion, but mm-hmm. I still believe in universe. Okay. So how, how did you make the decision, Bali? After coming from Malaysia, Kuala Lumpur, Thailand, Thailand? yeah, other places. Then, so you've been to places in Europe too, though, right? Yeah, uh, after Bali. After Bali. Okay, so the story is I'm, I'm arrived in Bali and then, okay, this is a nice vibe for me. This is really good opportunity for me to earn money also in Bali for living in Bali mm-hmm. because I realized that I have like, okay, skill for doing some train or Muay Thai mm-hmm. lesson. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I met a girl. Okay. And then I was, I was living, okay, I was living in Russia actually. Yeah. I met with Russian girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we moved to Russian. Yeah. One and a half years. Is this the place you had the trouble at the uh, the nightclub? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I got a chance to get into Indonesia on a business visa a year and a half ago, October, I was like sprung out of a cage. She couldn't get in here for tourism, but I had business visa. Like a chicken. Eh? Yeah. I was a supposed chicken. to. I was supposed to be here. Uh, God, it was uh, early uh, 2021. I was supposed to be here, and. Actually, no, I was actually supposed to be here in April of 2020. And of course, all hell broke loose and that those plans got canceled, put off, put off, put off. So it was a year and a half planning to finally get here, do what I had to do. And they said, oh, you know, while you're here for three months in the middle of nowhere in Midon, sorry for the people in Midon there watching this, mm-hmm. um, you should go to Bali. It's, ah, it's overrated. I don't know. No, no, you should go. So for Christmas, I came down here. Well, I was going to be down here for a week. Yeah. Well, three months later... <laughs> I left and I had to go to India and Pakistan and Bangladesh and Dubai on business and back to Canada. And I, all the time there, I'm going, why am I not back in Bali? You know, and went back to Canada, sold my stuff, put the rest in storage and here I am back again. Yeah. And so I got my Kitas and I'm I'm here. Where would you the best place you ever lived? Bali. Bali. Yeah. Why? And people, people, they, they think of Changu and they think that's Bali. Yeah. It's not. No. It's not. I mean, there are little places. I, I'm very fond of, everybody's talked to me recently, I'm, I'm very fond of Mengui. Yeah, uh, we recently spoke about this, yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah. like 30 minutes north of Jangu. And, you know, people whip through Mengui, they don't even pay attention to it. But, you know, the thing is, is I, I know some people up there now, and um, it's the former royal capital of this corner of Bali. And, you know, one of those places where when people showed up and the Dutch showed up and there were battles and the people came out of the palaces and basically ritually sacrificed themselves. That's one of the places that happened. Really? Yeah, big deal. You know, it happened in many places in, in Bali, but there's so much history. You start reading on the history and, you know, historian is in my background. It just, it's fascinating. The stuff that you dredge up and you learn, it's like, wow. But uh, I, I really like Mengui and... Uh, you know, the streets are broad, all little local shops. There's nothing, you know, commercial and big. The biggest, you know, international brand up there is Honda. <laughs> you can go to a Honda showroom. Uh, that's about it. Everything else is local. And uh, really, I like it a lot more than I like Ubud. The people there are extremely religious. You know, they really believe and they they pull out all the stops when it comes to things. There's a huge uh, temple complex you can visit up there. I was just there a few weeks ago. Um, surrounded by water features on all the sides and uh, really something to see. You know, just wear long pants and you'll be fine, you know. Uh, or you can rent one of the lungis. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, but uh, 
really go check it out. And, you know, the thing is, is you, you go to these places in Uluwatu or up at the big temples in the sky off the volcanoes, and there's tons of tourists. You go to Mengui, none. You can enjoy it at your own pace, relax, you know. Other places, Balian Beach. You know, a lot of people will go off to the, to, to Lombok and all these islands, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, why? Why would you get on the boat and risk your life and go out all the time? You can get on your scooter. In an hour, you can be in Balian Beach. It's another world with very few people. Good food, good coffee, relaxing, beautiful views, you know. And you're only an hour away by a scooter. And you can go and come whenever you feel like it. Fuck, we need to organize a trip with Uncle yeah. Tom. Yeah, I mean, it's like my second home now. Here. Yeah. Yeah, because I've been traveling so much my whole life, but I'm never usually in the same place for more than maybe a month or two. Mm-hmm. And Bali is one of the first places in a while where I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna settle here and stay here. And the people you meet, obviously, I mean. Would you say that's the main factor? The people, the the culture, and just the locals are so nice. Like, I've been to so many places and I've never met like a culture where the people are genuine, so like so nice, they want to help all the time. And so is it because of the, you have a community now here? So that you can do your thing and your work and and also you have fun and you can talk to people and let all the things go. Is it because of that or it's just like, oh, now I like the culture here and also nice beaches here. Is it the nature or is it the people only? I think it's both. I mean, I do think that community makes or breaks a place yeah. for sure. But I mean, the work-life balance we have here, like... The other night I was just doing some emails while getting a foot massage with my like closest friend. I was like, that's the life. <laughs> I can't do that back home. Or yeah. like, you know, just leave your house with a t-shirt every day. Like yeah. I'm yeah. going back to like minus 20 degrees uh, in the mountains. So <laughs> it's going to take me no like more 10 minutes to get dressed. That's going to be fun on crutches. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow. Well, they have spikes on the bottom of the crutches, actually. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Right. Well, it's just as well we're not going to be there because she could just whack us with them. <laughs> so what what made it be Bali? I mean, you've got Thai. Thai's a well-renowned cuisine. Uh, why did I choose Bali? Yeah. I chose Bali because of a freedom. Okay. I felt like I was most myself here compared to anywhere else I've been to in the world. Like everywhere else I've got to pretend like I'm maybe someone or like I'm some sort of videographer. Or, yeah, yeah. You know, here I can just be completely myself. I've got a good group, group of friends here. People are super... You know what everyone says. People, nice. it's very welcoming yeah. and friendly. It's that, and I just, I just, you know, I just feel my best here. I feel like a ten out of ten every single day. You think that's the thing about like every person you ask why Bali, everybody has different story. It's it's so amazing. I don't know why, and everybody feels this place is a home. Absolutely. Yeah. Have you guys got any like stories about why you, what made you move, want to live here? Like, has there been a, like a single point in your? Yeah, for living? me it was COVID. COVID, for me it was okay. COVID and along with that was a breakup and I knew coming to Bali, I'd been here eight years ago but after leaving Australia so I didn't see any of it, I seen Legion Street and Kuda so I just partied for two weeks so then I knew coming back here that it has a massive like fitness vibe in Chengdu, uh, I knew the food was decent and the people were going to be nice and meet similar minded people so you could come out here and be completely yourself with very 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 little judgement whereas back home it's kind of like what do you mean you're doing that? Nobody <laughs> does that. Whereas over here, it's kind of like, you do you if you're happy, go for it. So that's why I moved here. And I mean, I don't really see myself heading off anywhere. I don't see really why. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're from Ireland, right? Ireland, yeah. 
Yeah. Imagine going back home and, and doing a podcast at home. I mean, <laughs> people could be like, oh, what are you doing? Trying to be the next Joe Rogan or yeah, something. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, here wish... was like, yeah, this is so cool. I would love to get involved. It'd be like a wish version of Joe Rogan back <laughs> home. <laughs> they, even then, in, in the beginning also, probably people said like, oh, what, do you, what the fuck you guys are doing? You know? I mean, the reason here is we always thought like, when we started early, everybody supported us. So like a lot of the people here. If we are done, like like you said, if you are done in a different country, you're like, ah, oh, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Who do you think you are? But, I mean, even when I started doing Indonesian food videos, some I could tell people just found it funny. Mm. I mean, found it funny by like laughing at me, but I, I honestly didn't mind. I yeah. and then I made a couple more videos, and I was like, That's so cool, and then I started getting on board. But yeah, you you saying you've been here for nine years now? Mm-hmm. That's roughly how long I've been here. Yeah, right. Um. I want to know, like, when you first arrived in Bali, what were you expecting? Mm. What was it like? And what was that mindset of yourself when you first got here? Um, that's a really interesting question because, you know, I was... Because maybe I have a different experience for, like, a lot of people who come come to Bali for the first time. You know, it's like I've been to Bali quite a few times and still in country for me. You know, it's it's still, like, it's not like I'm going to, like, someplace brand new, but... I was coming here to do something different. Um, I felt like, you know why I left Jakarta? It was because of the traffic. <laughs> <laughs> the irony. <laughs> the irony at, at this moment. Um, yeah, I was kind of um, wanting to get away from the big city, even though I, I, I like cities. I yeah. really like cities and um, love going back to a city. But yeah, coming here was to get some fresh air, so to say, and do some new projects, kind of start a new um, direction in life. Um, yeah. Because at, in Jakarta, I was like an English teacher okay. and I've always was into events and DJing, but he, I came to Bali with the specific idea of like, I think there's uh, opportunities here. And I definitely jumped on those opportunities and it's led me very far in life. Um, and I thank Bali for that. You know, some stuff I've never even imagined would have, I've ever thought of all at all happened here in Bali and nowhere near of any of my wildest imagination was in Jakarta. <laughs>